Hello there, everyone. How y'all doing on this Monday? I uh, hope you guys had a happy 4th Independence Day. Um, I, I um, saw a report yesterday of, on ESPN. Now, and this is, uh, Something that happens in everyday in corporate America, everyday racism, as they say. Um, so Rachel Nichols, you know, I always, I always liked her. She, she, she is a a great um host and all that. But this is what happens with. White liberals. This is why I always side the white liberal that don't like so-called identity politics. This is why I always side them because they 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 really just say that because. it's not because that it doesn't matter of somebody of your race. It, it kind of does matter. Race or gender comes to office. Now, that, that don't mean that you will like anybody that's black. You know what I'm saying? They still got to check their, check their resume. Are they really for us or not? You know what I'm saying? Like, why did it take Kamala Harris and Cory Booker to come into the Senate in order to even propose all these? It probably has been proposed, but... I just remember, I think it was mainly Kamala Harris when she was in the Senate before she became vice president. Uh, in fact, last year her bill to get, um, um, to make lynching illegal is in the Justice and Policing Act. So once they sort all that out, you know what I'm saying? Jim Clark and Clyburn is, Allegedly trying to save it, they, um, it's, uh, in hot water, so to speak. But hopefully, they, they, find, they still find a way to get 10, Repub- 10 Republicans on there. But anyway, it's like she did the whole, uh, anti election bill. And Rand Paul sabotaged it and all that. What I'm saying is, I always shout out the person that that does that because white people have been in power for hundreds of years and even in the modern times, they don't want to do nothing for us. So, uh, so it's up to one of us, black, black, mainly black, but but he has brown people also. Cause I'm mainly talking about my my people, like 
I I hate it when a white person says, "Oh, I did politics. It doesn't matter." Yes, the hell it does. Now you may get somebody in there that you uh, may not uh, always agree with, like what's happening right now with Kirsten Cinema. But you know, I don't. I don't like to attack her all that much because it does become a point where I don't want to seem like I'm only trying to attack her even though I don't like the stuff that she doing with but anyways like this so back to this ESPN thing um I don't want to be like Rachel Maddow with the long-winded <laughs> get-to-the-point thing that she always does on her show. But anyways, um, Maria Taylor and this Rachel Nichols incident is a prime example of White folks are smiling in our faces. They don't like it when we in power. They don't like it when we get oh they they were under pressure because of of the Black Lives Matter movement. And by the way, I'm sure that that's the same thing. conversations with some white liberals who were upset about Kamala Harris becoming the v, the VP. So this is nothing new. This happens for every corporation. And, and you know, this is why, like, my desire to go to ESPN is siren a little bit. They always, they always, um, what's that? Try, try to stop us. From talking about the things that see now recently they, they they talk about black issues for but for a bunch of years ESPN they they hated talking politics and racial issues within politics like Trump and all that like they didn't even want to talk about all that much the the access Hollywood tape. They wanted everybody to stay away from that. Dan Levitar got got before uh two years ago got and got into for talking about uh, the uh, situation with with Trump and the four congresswomen Omar AOC Tlaib and Presley saying go go back to her, her go back to their countries and at, at a rally right after he tweeted it he um had a rally also and ESPN I think I wanna say um had 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 talk with him about that. So they they don't really allow you to talk politics over there. And, you know, Stephen A. Smith, he he got he caught some 
blowback rightly, rightly for saying, oh, I'm trying to make my, well, well, I'm also trying to make money myself. I'm also trying to make my, make my bosses some money. What? Like, that's a, no. Um, I wanna, I wanna make money for only me. I ain't, I ain't trying to have that mindset. You know, that's, that's what happens when you try to get, get into these big corporations and all that, right? So yeah, with this racial stuff, everybody, we all have a racial nickel. So we want to smile on our faces. Say they happy for us, but then behind their back, or behind our backs, they talking bad about us, and they they say, "Oh, this this is white white people's favorite thing." Oh, they they only they only want they were pressured to hire them. You know, just off of some affirmative, affirmative action type stuff. They always bring up affirmative action. When you can argue that affirmative action also happens for, for white women because they're women and they can hide behind, when they hire white women, they can hide, hide, hide behind, oh, well, she is a woman and we like the women to get powerful positions. But they always skip over the black woman, right? So it's what happened with Rachel Nichols isn't a surprising thing. It's it's what happens with white liberalism. Cause I, I I do think that she she doesn't come up, come across as a as a white conservative. She's she actually come comes across as a um as a as a someone who's very liberal. This is this is what Martin Luther King always reminded us of the the white liberal that um Toss behind our backs. They don't really want us to get any power. They they think, oh, I hate identity politics. Like I I see this on Twitter, on on liberal Twitter every day with identity politics. See it every day. So. And on stand shout out to Maria Taylor. Actually, she right around that around that same time. Uh, this is um uh, audio from July 2020. Well, I think a couple of weeks after that, uh, she uh, she. She talked about how, you know, since she loved black women, there's always going to be somebody that, that say, oh, you're only, you only got this job because the, the bosses at this certain company are pressured to, to hire a black person. 
Cause that's what she said. She said, "Wow, well, all this go around, they pre- pressured. Uh, ESPN was pressured to do this and do that to hire Maria Taylor and put her in powerful positions." Uh, I think right after, um. What was her name? Michelle Beadle left ESPN and the Countdown crew. Rachel Nichols did have, I want to say Rachel Nichols did have that, that spot. But, again, um, see, this is just ESPN. I, I saw on Twitter people bring up Pam they Fox, hired Pam Oliver. If you remember, Pam Oliver, before Aaron Andrews, was the one that always um, did, did the big games with um, Joe and Troy. Joe, Buck, and Troy Aikman. It was Joe Aikman. I mean, Joe, Buck, Troy Aikman, and Pam Oliver. Then, uh, over these last few years, it's been, or last several years now, it's been Aaron Andrews. And while I do love Aaron Andrews, you know, they replaced her with Pam, placed Pam Oliver with her. So this, this does happen, so, um, when white folks say that they happy for you, don't, don't, uh, I ain't gonna say don't believe them, but watch out. I ain't gonna say don't, don't believe them at first sight, but watch how, watch how they treat you and, and all that with these big corporations. This ain't, this ain't even no ESPN thing. Alright? It's just, Everyday corporate America racism. Uh, uh, this is Ken Parks. Talk to you guys tomorrow. Oh, and uh, the Milwaukee Bucks beat the Atlanta Hawks. I can't forget about that. They played well without Giannis the, the, the last two games. I just saw uh, some people in Milwaukee say that. Uh, he has a good a good chance to play game one. I gotta see um uh, some more con- confirmation, some more news come out on that. But some people in Milwaukee are are saying um he could play game one. He's he's on a good track to play game one against Phoenix. But but I haven't seen this. Uh, Drew Holiday <laughs> yet and these last two games he's been going crazy I mean he went crazy game one but they lost in this same Eastern Conference Finals then um, Chris Middleton and actually I just saw a picture of this is um, Chris Middleton's 8th year in the league all with Milwaukee um, that 13, 14 year when they drafted, um, 
I, I, I don't know how in the world I just, just forgot his name. Uh, here, let me research it. Uh, oh, dang. Uh, they, they, they drafted him out of Duke with the number two pick in the 14th season. Anyways, um, it'll come to me later on, but, um, they are off from from that thirteen fourteen year when they had the worst record in the league. And, uh, uh, he, and he he was kind of a bust anyway, but but it's still in the league. So, um, yeah. But anyways, um, Giannis and Chris Middleton are the only players from that team. That J- Javari Parker, I knew I, I knew it was gonna come to me. Javari Parker, that was the year they had to draft him, number two. I want was it number one or number two? I think I think uh, MB was number three to Sisters. Anyway, it's like they are the only two players from that team. That is on the NBA Finals. So, you know, loyalty, man. And, you know, so I don't think Middleton was a star right away. Or, or, or Giannis, but, you know what I'm saying? Over these last seven, I remember in 15, I used to always hear about this Greek freak person. It was Giannis, and, you know what I'm saying? Well, he still has a, a ways to go with his game. He he's he's solid. Um, so hopefully he can play. I actually do have the Bucks in seven if he plays. But this is gonna be a fun series to watch. Chris Paul, uh, um, Tucker, PJ Tucker, who's played um his former teammates each round. James Harden, uh, who who was on that list? James Harden, dang, Trevor Ariza, uh, James Harden, Trevor Ariza, uh, yeah, so and. Guy, and of course, you got to face Chris Powell now. Who? Let me see. Trevor Reza was on. Uh, who they played? He, he was on Miami. The second round, they played. Who they played the second round? Damn, I'm really taking this out. <laughs> I think that's the only team I'm forgetting. The team they played in the second round. But yeah, man, um, it's gonna be a fun, fun series and all that. So, strap up, buckle up. It's it's finals time. And, you know, it's gonna be a Devin Booker. Like, if Chris Milton and and if he could play game one, 
It's, it should be it should be fun. All right, I'll talk to you guys later. It's killing it with Kendall Parts. Bye bye.